Angela Yee is out. Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Or is it Wednesday? What's the day? Today is Wednesday. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. You all confused, huh? As you can tell, the days are a blur. I can okay? see. I don't even know what the days are anymore. I judge days now based off uh, what my daughter has to do today, based off what practice she has and things of that nature. And that means you're getting old because I do the same. Hey, man, getting old. I'm there. You're there already. Yes, sir. Well, yesterday I got my massage. Of course, I go to uh, Elements, which is like a, a massage envy. I go once a month, once every three weeks. And I Why just you don't like massaging? Because your name in the, uh, the, the, the title of the place? Nah, just Elements is closer to my crib. Oh, okay. So I get a two-hour massage every three weeks, and it's amazing. It's not that expensive, but I turn my phone off, and I don't hear what's going on. So from 4 o'clock yesterday to this morning, I had no idea what was going on in social media, what was going on in the news, and it feels so great. Hey, you need that sometime, man. Did you get an erection, though, while you was getting your massage? Um, No, not this time. I actually fell asleep. And I'm, I'm nervous that when I fall asleep in a massage parlor that I don't fart. Oh, I personally feel like when you're getting a massage, if you don't get an erection, it's not really a good massage. Mm, mm. That's what I think. Not even like, not a full-blown, but just a semi. A little, 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 little erection? That's all. It's a little. Yeah, but the only problem is that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I hear all these things that's going on with Starbucks and the IRS and uh, airplanes, uh, engines exploding, and then it just makes me nervous again. Back to reality, man. It happens. Like, I mean, because that's what the massage does. The massage probably helps with your anxiety. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It helps to ease whatever you're going through. But then you got to plug right back in as soon as you're done. Yeah. yeah. And well, I'm drinking green tea right now, and it's not from Starbucks. I just want y'all to know that. All right. Well, we got to talk about Starbucks. Also, we got to talk about this this plane. The engine exploded. It opened the plane up, and a lady almost got sucked out. I'll give you all the details when we come back. And Meek Mill's lawyer will be joining us. His name is Joe Tacopina. He's going to explain everything that's going on, all your questions, why me can't get parted and get out, and what's going on with this Joe judge. Joe Tacopino? Can I order that at Chip, 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 Chipotle? <laughs> you might be able to order that. So we'll talk to him this morning as well. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Lots to talk about, so let's go through them kind of fast. NBA scores last night. The Raptors beat the Wizards 130-119. The Celtics beat the Bucks 120-106. New Orleans Pel- Pelicans beat the uh, Trailblazers 111-102. Now, the IRS, they are giving taxpayers an extra day. There was a computer glitch yesterday, and because of the computer glitch, they effed up. And because of that F up, they're going to give you an extra day to get your taxes in. So... Well, I need taxes an extra in. few months. I need an extra few months, IRS. Y'all already know how I do. You already know I'll be asking for that extension. 
I just finished my 2016 taxes, okay? I just started on 2017. I'm you know, sorry. You know what's funny? I just I just did my 2017, uh, no, 2016 taxes about two weeks I ago, ju- too. I just, when I tell you, I just sent the packet back for my 2016 taxes yesterday, so I'm just starting on 2017. All right, it happens, okay? Now, this is going to mess me up when I fly from now on. Now, a Southwest flight leaving LaGuardia was flying, and the engine exploded. When the engine exploded, it actually hit the window and opened the window and plane up. Oh, my God. Well, look, it's like a movie. So you know what happens when that when an actual plane no, opens up? don't tell me. No, because I oxi- hear this. The oxygen no. masks fall. Nope. And now people have trouble breathing because it's now it's the outside air and inside air. And people and things start getting sucked off the plane. That so a real. woman was almost sucked off the plane. I- I'm just imagining her legs hanging out the plane. And now the passengers are actually holding her so she doesn't fly out the plane. They're in the air? They're in the air. Now, the lady didn't fly out the plane, but... Tragically, she did die. She had two kids, and, and it's such a sad situation and, and such a sad story. Uh, the pilot, he was a, a Navy ace, and he was able to land a plane in Philly. Seven people were treated for injuries, but like I said, one person died. Now, I got so many questions. Was she wearing a seatbelt? I don't know. If she was and the only reason I'm asking was she wearing a seatbelt because it seems like she was the only person that was uh, sucked out at the time. So I wonder if she was wearing a seatbelt. Maybe she was the only person close to that window when it exploded, though. I just need to know. I need to know fine details because, like, I, I have anxiety. I, I, I hear things like that, and then I think that it's going to happen, you know, when I'm on the plane. So I need to know all the preventive measures that I can take in order for that not to happen. I don't think you can take any measures. I mean, you wear your seatbelt, but if an engine explodes, this is the first tragedy or anything like this, I think, in nine years in the, in the airplane business. But if something happens like that, I don't, I don't think you can prepare. Her family about to get paid, too, by the way. I'm sure they prefer her, her mom. I know. I Listen, of course, you can't. You know, you want that life back, but her family is about to get paid. And furthermore, you said Southwest, right? Yes. I don't fly Southwest. The reason I don't fly Southwest is because I'm too indecisive. So when you walk on Southwest, they tell you that you can pick your own seat. I ain't got time for that. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I, flew, I, I, I flew Southwest one time, and that's because you actually put me on a Southwest flight. I ain't never did. I yes, ain't never you put did. On Southwest yes, you flight. did. We had a show in Charlotte, and Charlamagne booked the flights. Ain't nobody you, ever did that. <laughs> you put me on a Southwest. I, I didn't even know I how Southwest worked. That. that you get there first. It's first come first serve. I was like, what you mean? I was like, you pick a seat? He was like, yeah, any seat you want. I'm like, this is weird. I've been JetBlue strong for about six years now. I don't know what you're talking about. You definitely put me on I don't know know nothing about no goddamn Southwest. Southwest is a bus in the sky. And lastly, Starbucks. I don't know what the hell's going on with Starbucks, man, but Starbucks, uh, another incident of racism popped up yesterday. This was a young man, a black man, who went to Starbucks to use the bathroom, and they denied him the, the right to use the bathroom. A white boy came out the bathroom, and he asked the white boy, hey, you know, did you buy anything? And the white boy was like, no, I didn't buy anything. I just asked the manager, and he gave me the code and allowed me to use the bathroom. And we actually have audio because he secretly taped it. How you doing, bro? Weston. Weston, nice to meet you. Have you purchased anything in here, sir? Uh, no, but I was just about to go. You about to go purchase yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, but before you made a purchase, they let you use the restroom, right? I asked what? for the code. You asked for the code, and they just gave it to yeah. you, right? Before you made a purchase. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. Let's go. So as you can hear, the white boy who used the bathroom didn't purchase anything. He just asked for the code and got the code and got the access. When the black kid did the same thing, he didn't. So what he did was he walked to the counter with the white guy and said, okay, well, this is the situation, and this is what happened from there. This is Weston. This man right here said he hasn't made, he said he hasn't made a, a purchase yet. He's in line to make a purchase, and you guys haven't, you guys, you guys had gave him the code. 
right? Is it that what you did? My business right now. No, this is not your business. This is not your business. This is not your business, though. Okay, you may be the store manager, but you're not the. You're not. You're not in charge. I'm not. I'm not allowed to be in here anymore. Why? You see, they're so mad. Why are they upset with me, Weston? What did I do? I just tried to use a bathroom like you did. See, you sh he should have let the white guy talk. You know what I'm saying? When you're in Starbucks Why? with white people, you got to use their white privilege the way you use the free Wi-Fi. Okay, let the white person con complain about what just happened. Well, Starbucks is going to close 8,000 U.S. stores May 29th for racial bias training. I'm going to be honest with you. If you got to close 8,000 stores for racial bias training, you might as well throw the whole business away. Okay, I feel like that's something that should happen before you even get the job, don't you think? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like you got to close the stores in the middle of a, of, of business, 8,000 stores for racial bias training. Might as well just throw the whole business away, man. I'm and I'm going to be honest with you. If I was that black dude in that thing, that, that Starbucks, I wasn't about to argue with that lady. I was going to tell her what they just did, and then I was going to say to her, you fronted on me because I'm black, huh? And that's it. You know what I mean? You you got to drop that black card early and often. I did that the other day when I had a reservation at a restaurant and we got there. Mm -hmm. And it was a bunch of us. And all of a sudden, they didn't have seats for us, even though we had uh, the reservation for the proper number of people. Mm -hmm. So I immediately said, why? Is it because we black? Because we black. Boy, as soon as you drop that card, they, the, the manager comes out. No, no, we'll have you set up right away. And you end up getting free drinks and dessert. Absolutely. All right. Hey. Well, before we, get, before we get up out of here, I just want to play the 911 call. You don't got to do that. From the young men. Why? This is from the young men in Philly. Now, if you don't know, of course, Starbucks is catching all this heat from Philly where they ask these kids to leave. And people were saying, well, who's the manager? Well, this is the 911 call, what 911 call, the manager calling the police about the young boys in Philly. Hi, I have two gentlemen in my cafe that are refusing to make a purchase or leave. Um, I'm at the Starbucks at 18th and Spruce. All right, please, I'll be on as soon as possible. Thank you. Who calls the police for that? That's the nicest 911 call I've ever heard in my life. You're that don't stupid. sound like an emergency at all. You are stupid. So we got, we got to stop abusing 911. You got to be like another number for lesser emergencies, like 611 or something under 9, 711. All right. All right. That's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. Vent with us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, peace and blessings, guys. What's going on, man? Porter Potty guy, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Nah, my name is Sean Stone, DJ Envy. How are you guys doing, man? Sorry, man. What's up, Sean? How are you, well, sir? I'm blessed, man. You know, I went to bed at 3 in the morning, and I'm up at 6 a.m., man. Yo, I'm feeling it right now, bro. So I'm you just called you call me you called me to tell me you tired? Uh no, nah, I just came to spread some positive energy to the world, oh, okay. man. Let people know it doesn't matter what time you went to bed, man. If you gotta hustle and grind, you gotta hustle and grind. You said you going to Starbucks, bro? Come on now. Why? Yeah, don't be don't be a some coffee. Don't be a sucker, Sean. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, go to Dunkin' Donuts. Why why I gotta go to Dunkin' Donuts, man? You see I how Starbucks treating too, our man. people. Exactly. I need a lawsuit, man. You Listen, know what? when you when you I go to Starbucks, tell them when they ask you what your name is, put sell out. Tell them right sell out on your cup. Okay. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Tell them right to sell out on your cup. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is A-Team Supreme. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. First of all, I think uh, instead of boycotting Starbucks, I think everybody should meet everybody they know at the nearest Starbucks and not buy nothing and just sit up in there and use the free Wi-Fi. Second of all, I've been uh, in a place where I wasn't supposed to be, and I had the police called on me, and the police came, and they was like, oh, I want you to arrest this man. And the police was like, 
I'm sorry, we can't arrest him. We can just ask him to leave. That's it. So you was at your baby mama house. Why your baby mama call the police on you? <laughs> I wasn't at my baby mom house, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just was like, uh, if he come back, then uh, that's the only time we can arrest him, but we can just ask him to leave. That's it. All right, thank you for calling. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yeah, man, what's up? This Chief. Chief, get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, man, my homie Steph tried to give me some money and told me I had to pay him back, but it was fake. He gave you fake keys? I don't even know what to do. Is Charlemagne there? I'm right here, my brother. What's happening? Hey, can I give him donkey today, man? Go ahead, my brother. Yeah, man, I want to get donkey today to Steph Man, you know that was messed up, dog. They gave you fake cash. Well, let me tell you something. If you if you go to the bank with that fake cash, the bank gonna take that money. You're not gonna get it back. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but one time that happened to me, and a taxi cab driver had to get that because I wasn't gonna lose on it. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. But in Minnesota, we can't really we can't really hop in them cabs. They don't really come to our um your yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just hmm? why don't you just tell on the dude for having counterfeit money? He'll go to jail. Man, okay, so, what? I ain't like that, man. That's my boy. He ain't your boy if he's giving you fake cash. Snitch on his ass. Oh, man, Charlamagne. Come on, no, man. No, I'm just messing with you. Nah, I don't got nothing don't to do with Don't snitch on him, man. But it's a loss. I mean, don't, don't do nothing with that money. You don't want to get in trouble, man. Don't give it to nobody. Just just let it go. What about ye? What would you do? Is ye there? Uh, nope. I would probably buy some drinks with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling. Right. Yeah, he's out of town, by the way. Why you turn the elbow all of a sudden? I don't know. It's, that was my ye voice. Hello, who's this? This is Reckless TV from Instagram. I am so happy we got new music on the way. J. Cole dropping Friday. Drake dropping June 28th. Keith Grizzly dropping May 11th. We finally got some new music coming. I'm, I'm not so mad at none of that. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy too. I'm yeah. all here for new. I'm all. I'm all for new music. You just gonna forget Post Malone well, that's coming out too. You gotta drop it at the same time though. That's the only thing I don't like. It's like man, you gotta focus on two or three different projects. That's good. Well, that's, not, that's well, not really. Music. Yeah, J Cole comes out Friday. Drake don't come out till June. You know what I mean? Okay, so well, no, it's, not it's, really. It's a little gap. So follow Reckless TV on Instagram, R-E-C-K-L-E-Z-Z-T-V. All right, Appreciate brother. Appreciate it. Did you say something about Post Malone? Yeah, Post Malone got an album coming out. Nobody cares. I don't care about his mayonnaise music. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, this is Rock from Atlanta, man. What's up, Envy Charlemagne? What's going on, fella? What's up, bro? What's happening? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, yeah, I'm just, I just want to talk about the Starbucks situation, man, and, you know, the way things is happening, and it's just not that. It's everything that's going on in society right now with black folk. It seems like we ain't putting up the united front and standing together when situations happen to us. It seems like every time something happens, whether it be from police brutality, shootings, or whatever that's going on with the racial profiling in today's society, it seems like we'll talk about it a little bit and then we'll close the blind eye to it. And the, the problem I feel, the reason why things is happening to us as a culture, as a people, is because we're not standing up together and putting up a united front and keep moving forward. It seems like the sovereign situation in two or three more weeks, that's going to be water under the bridge until another situation happens. We got to stand up and we got to show the world that we united. Any other race will stand up 
and ensure you know the front of this was happening to their to their people. Black I'm gonna be honest, man. I think I think that we have such ADD and things move so fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, and like a lot of these causes are trendy for the moment. Like this, the injustice at Starbucks happens. Everybody talks about that. The injustice with the police is gonna happen. Everybody's gonna move on to that. And, I, and the people like to say we can do more than one thing at once, but it don't seem like that. We gotta start sticking with it longer. Right. That's what I'm saying. It seems like they throw money our way or the media, they try to, you know, two or three days of talking about it, then it's water under the bridge. He's absolutely right. We got to stand on these issues, man. We just can't let a little money or a little apology ever just say, okay, it's over. Nah, it's never over. Yeah, you got to think something like the Montgomery bus boycott. I think that was like a, a year and some change. Right. You know what I'm saying? It'll never happen now. <laughs> where we stick to one cause for a year better. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, when we come back, we got the rumors. R. Kelly, a.k.a. the Pied Piper, is looking to put it down on somebody. Who, a 13-year-old girl? No. We'll talk Ooh. about it. It's a rapper. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Vince Staples was out at Coachella and he did an interview and he started talking about R. Kelly. Let's let's hear this. R. Kelly never went to jail. He's a Okay, let's molester. never talk about all. He's R. a Kelly. child molester. We can't ever a, talk about this guy. I'm saying, he's a child no, molester no, and he pees no, on no, people no. and he can't read and write and he didn't go to jail. I'm a good person. R. Kelly, a piece of <laughs> so piece of <laughs> R. Kelly didn't go to jail for being a child molester and peeing on people and having a human trafficking ring in Atlanta. Then I'll be all right. Dropping the clues bombs for Vince Staples. You know, R. Kelly is trash and should always be treated as such. The man is a predator. We saw the tape. And I, I've told y'all countless times, you know, the guy, he, he throws it in our face. He calls himself the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper was a man who left a bunch of, who led a bunch of kids from the village with music and their kids were never seen again. He's written songs like Age Ain't Nothing But a, num- Age Ain't Nothing but a Number. Like, why do we keep giving R. Kelly country people? Right. He was, he was talking in a desk from Complex. Now, uh, he put this text out yesterday talking Vince Staples. He just said, I, I just got a text saying, all Kelly's people is looking for me. Guess it's time to get security. The Pied Pipe is coming. I mean, listen, all Kelly's people have been looking for me for years. He'll be fine. Vince, you'll be fine. Okay. But didn't he reach out, reach out to you recently saying he wanted to have a conversation with you? Yeah. Actually, he did. Yes. And he what, absolutely and did. And what you tell him back? No. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I mean, R. Kelly don't got nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? I guess it was because that whole documentary came out with the the BBC, and I guess big you know, black what? What was the BBC? Man, shut up. Oh, and I guess he's still. You know, he just won't. The problem I have with R. Kelly is he just won't admit his demons. Okay, won't you admit your demons? Like, won't you admit the wrongs that you've done? And you know what? Maybe some things have happened to R. Kelly in his life that he has never talked about. Hurt people hurt people. Maybe he was molested when he was younger. You know what I mean? And maybe that leads him to do the things that he does. That's not an excuse, but maybe it would give people a little bit more understanding of your predatory ways. But if he you know? is, if he was to admit his demons, if those are his demons, he's going to jail. And I don't think he's, he wants to go to jail. Can he go to jail still? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't. I would think the statute of limitations is up on a lot of that stuff, but I don't know. I just, right. think, Ke- I just think R. Kelly is trash. And I, like I said, I, 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 he, him and Donald Trump are made of the same type of material because for whatever reason, things just don't stick to them. Okay. They don't, they don't get held to the same standard as everybody else. Now let's talk Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was on Ellen, and he talked about Family Feud where the West family and the Kardashian family was on there, and this is what he had to say. 
Kanye was the best Family Feud celebrity panelist we've ever had really? on the show. His people said, Steve, this is the most Kanye has ever smiled since we've been working. Kanye smiled. Kim didn't know nothing. And they still said, good answer, good answer? Yeah, well, their families are <laughs> a little bit Kim different. Uh, when when you don't give a good answer, they go, what did you say? And they fire across at each other. Chloe's very competitive with Kim, and they want opposite sides. Listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I miss Kanye West. I do, too. The reason I, miss, I just miss Kanye West's energy right now. I think Kanye's energy is uh, very necessary. And the thing I like about Ye is that Ye has never followed any trends, so therefore he never seems uh, old, so mm-hmm. to speak. Because he's always he's always had his own wave. He don't go with any wave, you know? So I, I miss Kanye's energy right now. Definitely needed energy, and I can't wait to hear his new project. And speaking of new projects... Even, even not even his music, just hear him, hear him talk. Yeah, but I want to yeah. hear some music. I miss the music mm-hmm. as well. Now, speaking of new music, a lot of new albums are coming out. Of course, Drake, Scorpion comes out June. Uh, J. Cole announced that he has an album coming out 420. Uh, T. Grizzly is coming out with a new album, uh, which is going to feature Jeezy, Ray Sherman, Chris Brown, A. Boogie, Lil Yachty, YFL, Lucci, and more. And Post Malone has a new album, and he has Nicki Minaj. Mayonnaise music. YG, G-Eazy, uh, 21 Savage, and more. So those are the new in- projects coming out April 27th. I'm interested in Cole. I'm interested in Drake. I'm interested in T. Grizzly. Mm-hmm. What about the last one? Mayonnaise music. You don't want to. You don't want to hear that one. Nope. You like Rockstar, cool right? With Twenty One Savage. That's gonna be on this album. Yeah. I feel like Rockstar been out for a year. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing Rockstar on the radio. And then Psycho, like, the new single with Ty Dolla Sign. I mean, haven't even heard that. Yes, you have. So damn, if Rockstar is on this album, that means that album gonna go ten times platinum in the first day. Then, because that album, that song, gotta have over a billion streams. Yeah, that song is moving. Jesus <laughs> always, Christ. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, of course, Angela is out. Meek Mill's lawyer will be joining us. We'll find out everything that's going on in that case. I wasn't case. here for this one either, by the way. No, yeah, the debout. But we mm. spoke to him. He gave us all the updates, all the details, what we can do, if we can do anything to help, and more. So, Joe Tuck. Now, 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 this is a new lawyer, right? This isn't the lawyer that uh, has been on with Angie Martinez. No, no, this is a new lawyer. That, that lawyer was the Jersey lawyer. This lawyer is actually from New York City that was hired okay. to make sure everything is going okay with that case. He's like a big-time lawyer. Like, we couldn't afford him. But So, so you're saying that the lawyer before wasn't big-time? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that it takes more than uh, one one chef to cook a meal? Yes, more than one okay. chef to cook a meal. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. All right. Joe Takapita, when we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have a special guest in the building. Now, our producer said your last name was Takapita, but I said that can't be right. It's actually Takapita. They both sound the same to me, but what you okay. just said was right, Joseph too. Joseph Tacopino, well, welcome you to go. the show. Thanks, DJ. Now, you, you are Meek Mill's attorney. Yes, one now, of them. Now, what the hell is going on? What is going on with this judge? Give us the details. Give us the whole rundown. What, Everybody what's... thought he was getting out on Monday. That was the word on Yeah, the I don't know how that happened. That yeah. that was one of those internet rumors that just, you know, took on a life of its own. But we, we'd had no real optimism that he was getting out yesterday because we were before this judge. Um, I, you know, DJ, I mean, it's, it's hard to really tell you what is going on here because we really don't know. I mean, we have a team of lawyers, um, Jordan C., Brian McMonagall, um, myself, who have been in, involved in the practice collectively over 100 years. You know, uh, I was a both prosecutor, defense lawyer. I've never seen anything like this in my 25 years, ever. Nothing mm-hmm. close to this. I mean, what happened yesterday was just a perfect example and maybe the most egregious example uh, of what's going on here. You have a situation where 
the district attorney, the prosecutor, who normally fights with the defense, agreed that Meek Mill's conviction from 2008 Mm -hmm. should be thrown out, thrown out because of constitutional violations, because the cop who arrested him and beat him unconscious and, 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 you know, lied about the facts of the case was on a list of, of cops who were dirty right. or was on a list of cops who had committed perjury, who was on the FBI investigation. And that list was held, and this cop's name, Graham in particular, was hidden from Meek Mill's attorneys back down back Reginald in 2008. Graham, right? Reginald, Reginald Graham, right? Reginald Graham. Right. And it's not just Meek. There's 80 other cases right. with this cop that he is, I mean, really caused destruction in the justice system mm-hmm. and and lied and put a lot of people in jail for things that, that they didn't do because he falsified documents. He, he lied on the, on the witness stand. Um, the district attorney agreed with us that Meek's underlying case needs to be dismissed. Mm-hmm. It needs to be thrown out. Now, if that's dismissed, that would mean his probation that he caught up is, is automatically dropped. Gone. Okay, and all the time he did in jail and all the... You know, violations that this judge has is, is, is hit him with would, would all be gone. He'd be on no probation no longer. Um, you know, they would set it for a new trial date, but they would never bring this case to trial again. They would no process the case because they don't have a witness. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so anyway, what happens is the district attorney agreed with us yesterday. It was a watershed moment in this case. I mean, when you have the DA saying, we agree that, you know, the case has to be dismissed. The conviction has to be overturned, so to speak. Now... What happened was mind-boggling. Now, what with happened? that context, the judge then said, great, we'll have a hearing in, on June 18th right. in 60 more days. Now, understand this. Meek has been in jail for nearly five months over a, a bullshit probation violation. Okay, mm-hmm. and I mean that. I, I, you know, it's, I'm not trying to make light of it because it, it's really a, a horrific thing what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who had been an exemplary probationer who'd been someone who'd made something of his life. He came from one of the, 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 the most difficult upbringings you could imagine. He saw his father shot dead when he was five on the same street where the cops rolled up on him. Um, and, and it was a situation where he'd been on probation for 10 years by a judge who was stalking him, mm-hmm. um, showed up at his at a homeless shelter where he was doing community service to monitor, personally monitor his community service. There's never been a judge in the history of American jurisprudence that's ever right. gone to a homeless shelter to watch someone do community service. Um but, but you know, there were requests. We know about that boys to men request that, that she that made. That she, oh, that's true. Tell us I mean, about that. Look, I wasn't there, that. but Meek was there. Okay. Now, now Nicki Minaj ask? was there. She asked something unusual. She said, could we go back into my chamber's office off the record, meaning no court reporters, no lawyers, no anyone. She just wanted Meek and Nicki Minaj. And they went back there um, because the judge asked. And, and what were the lawyers to do at the time? Say, no, you can't speak to our client. You know, obviously they were hoping that she was going to be lenient on him and, and whatever. So they'd go back there, and, and the way Meek tells us that she said to him, I think you should remake a Boys to Men song, you know, Philly group Boys to Men. Obviously, uh-huh. it's a Philadelphia case, um, on bended knees. And you should throw a shout-out in there to me, you know, as a, a positive influencer to you. And Meek started laughing. And, said, uh-huh. and she said, no, I'm serious. And he didn't know what to do. And he said, well, you know, one... I don't do boys to men. It's not my genre exactly. Um, and two, I don't do shout outs to my songs to people. And she said, shoot yourself. Well, you know, that's something that is completely inappropriate for a judge to do. Absolutely. It's, a, it's making a request of someone who you hold the keys to their freedom. 
And if they don't grant that request, then what happens? Well, Lock what up, happened? Like she did. So two to four years she gave him last November for a technical violation of probation. Guys, I don't know. I want to make sure you understand this. Two to four years for a technical violation of probation. Not a crime. He didn't commit a crime. I mean, people in Philadelphia, you could rob banks. You don't go two to four years. Mm. Okay? He was sent to two to four years for popping a wheelie in New York. Mm-hmm. And you know about that case. I represented yes. him here. And we yeah. got that case dismissed and thrown out. But it was a joke. Um, and she sent him back two to four years after having been on probation for 10 years. Now, Nicki Minaj recently did an interview. And she made a statement that she met with the judge. And the, the judge did what was right, and this, that, and the other. So have y'all spoke to her? Because shouldn't she be able to get on the stand and say this is what the judge said? Listen, there were five witnesses who were there when Meek and and Nikki came out of chambers, and they immediately huddled up, and, you know, they told the story. Both of them told the story to these five witnesses Mm -hmm. about what happened. You know, Nikki right now is in a different spot. With Meek, as you all know, I mean, I don't right. think it's been been a well kept secret, right? So, mm-hmm. so you know, her her motivations and her agendas right now are really not of my concern. Um, mm-hmm. If need to be proven, we can prove. All right, we have more with Joe Takapina when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Joe Takapina in the building. Is Meek Mill's attorney Yee? Why can't this judge get removed from the case? I well, know that we, was the effort that you were making. We, and we're still making it. I mean, more than ever, more than ever now, it's clear she has. Look, she hired a lawyer. Man, the judge hired a criminal lawyer because the FBI was looking into her, okay, based on this conduct, mm-hmm. based on this conduct. She hired a criminal lawyer to threaten us, and me in particular, that she was going to sue for defamation, to which I have said, come on. Bring me, bring it on. But I just don't understand to why there's nothing in place that can say, okay, this judge has her own biases. There's questions about this. I feel like that's what should happen. And right. let's bring in. I mean, imagine a judge having a lawyer against the defendant and his legal team and threatening lawsuits against them. And she's still the judge overseeing the case. The case. Which I mean, crazy. it's so ridiculous. You don't have to be a lawyer or go to law school to understand. Like, you guys are picking up on. It's a pure conflict. It's exactly what can't happen. But why? But why is it happening? Is there nobody over her that you know can get her off? I don't understand the how the system works. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, Good. why? So that makes that makes over her? that makes three of us, right? Mm-hmm. We're all here in the same boat because none of us understand it. Um, I mean, you're in a situation where yes, there's appellate courts, there's a superior court, there's a supreme court, and we're, we're we're moving to all of them. We're seeking relief from everyone and anyone. So you know, it's clear she doesn't belong in this case. I mean, imagine this. She now knows the FBI had investigated her based on a complaint that was made by Meek's legal team. Mm-hmm. And the FBI took steps to investigate her. How could she sit in judgment of that guy who caused the FBI to look into her? How could she sit in judgment of, of someone who she hired a lawyer to threaten? How could she sit in judgment fairly and impartially? It's a, it's a joke that she's still literally sitting on this case, but she is. But again, go, let's go back to yesterday and see what happened. You now have both parties agreeing that Meek's conviction should be tossed. Right. Okay? Because of constitutional violations. This evidence was known back in 2005 to the former district attorney who prosecuted the case, Seth Mm -hmm. Williams, who's now in federal prison for corruption. Um, And it was never turned over. Meek's case was in 2008. Now, normally in, in like, the, the world I live in, in courts. Right. A hearing is required when two sides, the prosecutor and defense in this case, disagree, right. and the court is needed to settle the dispute. That's why you have a hearing. Correct. There's no disagreement here. Here, there's no disagreement, right. and therefore there's no need for a hearing. But so instead of yesterday saying, okay, I grant 
If you agree, prosecutor, I grant your motion. Case is set aside. New trial, if they were going to bring a new trial. He's released on bail. What she said yesterday was, yeah, well, we're going to have a hearing in two months. Thank well, you. She's basically a dictator. Basically said, I don't give a fuck what y'all saying. This is my court, and this is what I want to do. That Correct. is crazy. Correct. And wait, and then how about this? So we then say, okay, okay, you want to put a hearing for, for 60 days from now, even though there's no need for a hearing? Be, be, do what you want to do, but hear us on bail. Obviously, there's a major change in circumstances. The district attorney is now saying we are going to move and join in the motion to have this case overturned, okay? Let, let him out on bail now. And he's clearly let him not out on bail fleeing because anywhere. Or- she said at one point she said she was a flight, he was a flight risk. I mean, on, where is Meek where is Mill going to go? Gonna go? Right. Exactly. Um, you know, and and what happens is, we say, all right, let him out on bail at least. The inevitable is happening. I mean, the case is going to be overturned, right? Without question. Right. You have a corrupt cop. You know, if I were this judge or any judge, I would be furious that a, a law enforcement officer came into my courtroom, took an oath to lied. tell the truth. Absolutely. And lied, not only against Meek, but against 80 other people that are known right. who are going to have their hearings on Friday. And like, so, how dare you take these people's lives from them and take them from their families for all this lying, time? Lying. Mm-hmm. I mean, lying and making up facts. Mm-hmm. If I were the judge, I'd be furious about that. Instead, she's saying, ah, well, you know, we'll see. We'll have a hearing. We'll see if there's really a reason to overturn his conviction. But the prosecutor just said there is also. Right. And the governor is even and the, like uh, wait, uh, It's not just the prosecutor. It's the governor. It's the mayor. It's senators. I've never seen in my life right. anything like this. I've never had a governor. And I'm no, a defense attorney. I've never had a governor back my client up in a criminal case. Him? That, that's not per- you can't There's a process. Somebody? Yeah, sure. The governor can do that. There's a process. It happens twice a year, June and December. I mean, you know, if he's still in there in June and December, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to lose my mind. I mean, we're, we've just really have had, I mean, this, this is, and he's been so good about being, you know, positive, positive and optimistic mm-hmm. and understand he's in there for a greater good. I mean, you know what? And the bigger issue now for people is the whole process of being on probation for as long as they put uh, young people on probation, yep. young black men knowing that at some point you're going to have some type of interaction with the cops. And that's all you need. Understand and that. That's it's not great... even a charge. It's not even getting arrested. It's just an interaction. You got it. You, she, just, you just said it. Yep. I'm confused because, you know, you know, this is the hard thing because they always say, hey, you know, when you go to school, you want to represent your community. She's black. She's from the community. So she should understand the pitfalls. But it seems like this vendetta, she just wants revenge. Now, now you said the FBI is investigating her. How long does that take? Like, while she's being investigated, she shouldn't be able to be on the on, on the stand. Right. And and, and obviously, did you hear me? There's, there's only or so on much case. I can say about the FBI investigation and, and what's going on or what has happened in the past. Um, you know, the current status of that is, is quite frankly, not known to me. At this mm-hmm. point, they don't check in with us. Okay. Um, but I'm telling you factually what happened and, and that there was interaction with the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office in this case. And they took proactive steps, I will tell you that, um, which is a massive statement. I mean, the FBI and the U.S. Attorney don't don't you know get involved in an investigation of a sitting judge unless they think there's something wrong. Now, putting that aside, let me tell you one other fact: there are 80 other cases that this cop Graham mm-hmm. has, has caused people to to have motions for uh, post conviction relief. Mm-hmm. All 80 other cases are being heard by the Chief Judge Skipper Woods on Friday, like in two days from now. Meeks the only one That's in June. who's staying for. Judge Brinkley and the hearings in June. Wow. I mean, what is going on? And I would think in my head, okay, this could potentially end up being a lawsuit at some point. Yeah, you know, it certainly 
could end up being a lawsuit at some point, but honestly, that's the, the furthest thing from our mind right now. Get him out. But we not even on your, in your mind, I'm talking about on their end. Like, this could be snowballing to something even bigger well, for and that's, the whole entire justice system. And that's what we want. Look, this new district attorney, Krasner, is um, he's really, he's got courage. He's a different sort of a prosecutor because he doesn't come from the government cloth, so to speak. He was a, a civil rights lawyer. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of cases against these cops. Mm-hmm. And he came in and did something very courageous yesterday by... by being honest against, and agreeing right. and stepping up saying, yeah, you know what? And they agree to bail, by the way. <laughs> they agree to bail, and they agree that his conviction should be overturned. Um, and she wouldn't even hear us on bail yesterday. I mean, you know, if you want to even pretend that you're being judicial fair, right. and fair, you grant bail. Or you at least hear us on bail. I mean, the prosecutor's saying, yes, he should have bail. We're going to have the case thrown out. We agree that the conviction should be overturned. The defense is asking for bail. She said, no, no, we're not doing bail today. I don't want to hear about bail. See you on June 18th. All right, we have more with Meek Mill's attorney, Joe Takapina, when we come back. Let's get on the Meek Mill joint. Let's do Dreams and Nightmares. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we're talking to Joe Takapina, which is Meek Mill's attorney. Now, was there any truth that the judge wanted her friend to manage Meek Mill? Was that true? Yeah, well, this whole thing with this guy, Charlie Mack, I mean, you know, there's been way too many connections between her and Charlie Mack. Um, and and she handpicked the probation officer in this case. This this probation officer named Underwood. Underwood was great friends with Charlie Mack. Um, she handpicked this probation officer, and time and again, about fifteen times on the record over the years, the probation officer kept saying, "You should go back to Charlie Mack. Leave Rock Nation. I mean, Rock Nation is one of the you know obviously premier management companies in this genre and in, in entertainment." And she, the probation officer kept saying, you know, it's the judge's desire and then leave Rock Nation and go back to Charlie Mack. He was good and he was great. And he was a, well, that's not the case, first of all. Meek left him for a reason. But, you know, again, you shouldn't have a situation where the judge, her handprint probation officer, the district attorney, anyone is influencing or trying to influence his career decisions. Mm. And what if he doesn't do it? Which he didn't. Right. You know, See, what happens? Is there repercussions? Because this probation officer actually got removed from the case. Because I went to the probation officer's chief, and I explained what happened. I have a record of what's going on. And and there were recorded phone calls that were sent to us by people who were recording calls with this with this probation officer that were outrageous. Who oversees the judge, though? Like, there's an overseer for everything. Who oversees well, the judge? Well, there's different forums. Obviously, there's judicial committees, and, and that's one thing. There is certainly, um, you have the appellate courts, you know, the Superior Court and then the Supreme Court. And we're there. We're, and you we're guys there. are going to the Supreme we're Court. We're there. We're already there. We're waiting mm-hmm. on them at this point. I, you know, would be hopeful that they would be a little more expeditious, a little quicker in their in their decisions here because, you know, you have a guy who's sitting in jail who doesn't belong in jail. It just seems crazy that the mayor, the governor can come and visit and say they support, but the man is still in jail. Like, that just seems crazy. Yeah, this is the first for me. Like, it's like they have no power. It's this like, they, they, you're the governor, you're the mayor, but... You can't get the young man out over a judge? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, the judicial system has to be independent, and I understand that part of it, right? We don't want politicians deciding how who's guilty, not guilty, who's in, who's in jail and who's not. Mm-hmm. But when you have a governor taking a stance that there's obviously, you know, this is affecting the community. And and what Meek said to me yesterday, was, which really is amazing, it shows you who he is, is that, you know, Joe, if, if I did this time and it helps fix... This system and, and and shines a light on the deficiencies and the problems with our system, including the probation, you know, mm-hmm. issues. I mean, the numbers are daunting. Mm-hmm. As far as financially, 
Mm-hmm. You know, are, are you guys pro bono? Because this case could cost a lot of money, and Meek's not making. He's not on the road. He's not doing shows. He's not recording albums. I was going to be like, how can we help financially as far as that? Because you, you know, he has a team of lawyers. He's got a team. He's got a team of lawyers. Team, but you know, he's got some great people behind him. He's got Rock Jay-Z, Nation. Yeah, got Jay. Got Rock Nation. He's got Mike Rubin. Mike Rubin is like, you know, he's uh, he's Mike's one of the owners of the 76ers. Right, absolutely. Okay, a lot of us aren't doing this for the money either. I mean, I, I, I charge a fraction of what I would normally charge in a case like this because this is so much more than a case to me. It really is. Right. This is this is about someone who I care about. I mean, I love him, and 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 what's happened to him makes me furious. I mean, right. as someone who cares about the system, it makes me furious to see it, it being abused the way it's being abused. And I saw Meek did an interview from jail as well over the phone. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you could do that. I just wasn't sure. when he. I was a little nervous. I was like, is he supposed to be... Yeah, I don't know that either, quite frankly, but obviously it was arranged through mm-hmm. powers to be, and I guess he got special permission, so... I'm glad he did it. Yeah. Now, how yeah. could the people help? You know, because that's what everybody wants to know. How can we help? Should we write letters? Should we come to marches? Clearly how can we help matter. to support Meek, <laughs> if anyway? You know, that's funny. You know, so far it hasn't mattered, but it does matter because mm-hmm. that, that support, keeping this... Keeping the voices loud mm-hmm. and, and keeping people out there. Yeah, whenever there's marches like there were yesterday outside that courthouse, it was a rally. I mean, it was very impressive in the pouring rain there. There was a lot of people. Um, people can help by, by keeping this on the forefront. That's and, right. We talk about it. We've been following the case very closely mm-hmm. up here on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, so I know you guys We have. make sure that we report everything that happens, and especially when the information came out about the police officer. Yeah, that was another first for me. I mean, this case has been full of firsts in and my you know, career. But this is eye-opening, too, is I saw the shift in when he first went back to jail. People, Some people were saying, oh, well, he violated probation, and that's what happens. You don't get special treatment because you're a celebrity. Right. But then now you hear all the intricacies of what it really is. It's just a technical it's, violation. It's a technical violation. He didn't get arrested. He didn't. He popped a wheelie during right. a rap video with eight other people, okay, in Washington Heights at about 2 in the morning. There was no one on the streets. Mm-hmm. He popped a wheelie. And on that video, you see a big police van that they passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they passed a big police van. The police didn't arrest him. Right. They didn't do anything. No. The next day, someone in one police plaza, the headquarters of the New York City Police Department, was watching that video and said... Mm, you know, I think we should go arrest him. I mean, imagine with all the problems we have in this city, right. somebody at <laughs> one day. police plaza, right. a, a higher ranking officer in the New York City Police Department, a chief or someone was studying the Meek Mill Papa Wheelie video. And then they sent 22 cops to arrest him when he was at the, the basketball. The, game. Well, yeah. the, record, uh, the other basketball game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dykeman, I Dykeman, think it was. Dykeman, Dykeman, Dykeman yeah. yeah. And, and at the basketball tournament, all these kids where he was there signing, you know, autographs, doing pictures. And he's walking out, and he sees, like, the squadron of cops coming at him. And, and all these kids around him, and he's thinking, okay, they're here to help me out. And he's like, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. These guys are cool. I'm just taking pictures. And they're like, get in the car. And he didn't know what was going on. They arrest him a day later for popping a wheelie. That's crazy. And then they tried to charge him with a felony to keep him in jail overnight. I mean, it was really, the district attorney did the right thing in that case and dismissed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he went through that, and that, that triggered the violation of probation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's uh, when you get arrested. You don't have to be convicted. You don't have to have anything. You just get, you know. But now, the only one who wanted a hearing for the violation of probation was Judge Brinkley. The probation officer didn't ask for a hearing, okay? And then she put him in for two to four. Is there something deeper? Because I, I, you know, I really can't see this. Like, it has to be something deeper relationship between Judge Brinkley and Meek Mill. There's nothing else that's just... I've called it an unhealthy obsession. Um, I mean, when a judge Stalking, shows up, it, it, like, I mean, when a judge shows up at, at, you know, a homeless shelter, and she was on sick leave, by the way, when she <laughs> showed up at the homeless shelter, um, she wasn't even working. Um, she showed up at the homeless shelter and, and talked to him about how he was doing his community service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
the Charlie Mack thing, the manager thing with this Trace Underwood. And look, you know, the words don't have to come out of the judge's mouth. The handpicked probation officer said on the record many times, this is the judge's desires. And this is ju- and the judge is sitting right there didn't say, no, what are you talking about? It's my desire. It's not my desire. Mm-hmm. So the handpicked probation officer is pushing Charlie Mack. But yesterday she had a chance to make it right. You have a corrupt cop who's defecated on this system, mm-hmm. okay, who's, who's, who's handed out, you know, the worst form of justice, corruption. And, and she had a chance, when the district attorney agreed that this, this case has to be overturned, she had a chance to say, okay, fine, I'm furious, this happened in my courtroom. I consent, uh, you know, I agree with, with the moving papers. The district attorney agrees, case is, is overturned. We, we grant PCRA relief and let him out on bail. But she just locked in, locked in, and and I, to me it shows a level of of bias and unreasonableness that you can't even argue against anymore. Right. You can't even argue. You can't even defend it. Jeez. And what this really brings to light is there's so many people out there that won't have the opportunity to have a high-powered lawyer like yourself to have the attention, to have the money, the finances, and they get caught up in the system. Correct. And no one knows about it. And that's that's something I'm telling you. That's something that me keeps talking about. And it's and and you know he said it time and again. Um, about making sure this shines a light mm-hmm. on the voiceless, you know, because there are a lot of people who get swallowed up by the system and can't can't fight right. back like this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we appreciate you joining us, man. Definitely, you know, send Meek our love and yes, Meek is in our prayers, our and support. we've been definitely making sure that we keep our eye on everything that's happening and are very vocal about it as well. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. Send our love to his family and all that, and you know, Absolutely. is there anything else that you want to say before you get up out of here? No, I mean, you guys, are, I mean, obviously, you know, keeping this in the forefront is important. Even when he gets out, we got to make sure this doesn't go back to where it was, right? Absolutely. So that's something we need to do. And um, no, that's it. I mean, you guys have been great. You know, hopefully this has an impact. Free Meek Mill. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Joseph. Thanks, guys. Taco Pino. You got it. All right. Nice to you, Jimmy. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kevin Hart. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, let's talk Kevin Hart. Now, Kevin Hart was at the game the other night. Philadelphia 76ers were taking on the Miami Heat. And Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade had the game of a lifetime. I wouldn't say lifetime, but he busted some ass. The, it wasn't the game of a lifetime. Why are we acting like Dwayne Wade, not Dwayne Wade? He's a three-time champion. Right, but he, he hasn't played <laughs> he like busy. this in a while. He's pretty old now, but he busted some ass the other He's night. 36 years old, man. <laughs> but he busted some ass. He did, he did, he did, he did. He took a little HGH and, you know, got, got returned to form. Y'all, I wouldn't say that, but after the game, and they had a conversation with like you know how you know why'd he get so busy you know what was the hot streak about and this is what he had to say what got into you tonight kevin hart thank kevin hart for that now allegedly you don't, kevin, you don't play the pause game no more huh nah okay because you can't you what got into you tonight kevin hart, <laughs> kevin hart you got I, guess, me. I guess we're all maturing we don't play the pause game anymore huh well, okay. only only sometimes well all right that was necessary just now. Allegedly, Kevin Hart was talking mad smack on the sidelines the whole game, and they said Dwayne Wade just got pissed off. Well, Kevin Hart, of course, responded. Well played, Dwayne. You going to blame this on me? Blame Kevin Hart? Oh, I see what you're doing. On ESPN! Uh, on ESPN, you going to say that? That boy wrong. Well, let me tell you something, sucker! <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> we about to come to Miami and heat it up. You hear me? So they just been having a lot of fun with it. All right, you said Dwayne Wade dropped 30 on your ass tonight. You know what I'm saying? They're going to ban Kevin from the series. Well, not only that, 
It seems like Michael Blackson and Kevin Hart made up. They took a picture at the game. I saw that. Great thing. Right? And then Michael Blackson also posted a picture. If you remember the movie Juice, there was a scene where Tupac was, was kind of hugging his man, but it wasn't a hug like, I love you. It was a hug like, I'm going to kill you later on. Oh, you mean it to, uh, when he came to the wake? Right. When, when, he, when, when Bishop came to Raheem's wake. Right, exactly. Well, Michael Blackson posted that picture and said, yeah, I ain't little nigga. Well, Kevin Hart reposted. He uh, actually left a comment under that and said, all I can do is laugh. I see you and your mood and attitude was nothing like the one that you have on social media. I even took the mature approach in having a conversation with you. Now you go right back to the ish. Let's have a different conversation next time I see you. I'm going to give you the attention that you desperately want. What is this fake news you report? Now, I ain't seen none of this on no damn Michael Blackson's page. I ain't seen no picture of no juice and uh, hugging Raheem's mama. I ain't seen no Kevin Hart comment like that. Where, where are you getting this from? Well, we po- he posted and deleted it, but our uh, one of our producers actually took a screenshot of it and has it. He, he took it himself. It was deleted after like 10 minutes, but we have it. So Michael Blackson, post- Michael Blackson deleted his post too? Yep. I don't believe this. I got it right here. I'm telling you. I got it. It's right here. I don't got to believe y'all. Y'all just, y'all, y'all do anything for ratings. I don't know what y'all talking about. You, Never you, seen that. In you want our same team? You know, I forget it. And also the Billboard Awards. Do you care about the Billboard Awards? Um, No, not really. Well, I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Top artists, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran. Who you give it to? Of the top artists? Of the year, why? yep. Of the year. Why are they nominated for top of Drake, Kendrick? What year? Last this, year? Yes, last year. Drake, Kendrick, or Ed Sheeran, um, Kendrick Lamar for the damn album. Damn, won a Pulitzer Prize. So, yeah, you got to give it to Kendrick. All Did right. Drake even put out an album last year? I'm just telling you what they're telling what's on this paper, boy. Salute to my guy, Ed Sheeran, though. Top female artist, Cardi Sizz- B. Sizz- Hel- no, Sizz is not on there. Oh. Halsey, Hel- Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift, or Cardi B? Cardi B, goddammit. Y'all know Atlantic cuts us checks. I'm saying Cardi B. I thought SZA was going to be in that category. Why isn't SZA in that category? She's in the top R&B artist with Chris Brown, Khalid, Bruno Mars, SZA, and The Weeknd. Oh, the Billboard nom- nomination sounds like complete trash. I'm just telling. What's the R&B? Chris Brown who? SZA and who? Uh, the Weeknd, Bruno Mars, Khalid, and Chris Brown. I'm giving that to SZA. All right, last one. Top female uh, rap artist, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Cardi B of last year? Yep. Cardi B. Okay. Come on. What are we doing here? I'm just telling you what the Billboard Awards. People are going to say we biased, but uh, Nikki didn't put out no music last year, did she? No, the Billboard Awards, if you want to see it, is May 20th on NBC, if you want to check that out. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Yee's out of town. That's why I have to do that ish, and I hate it. Now, Charlamagne. Yes. Who that's you why you're a... making up stuff. About I ain't making up stuff. Ever. I got the, you know what, forget it. Who are you giving your donkey to? Hey, Donkey today is going to a young man from Florida. His name is Xavier Moran. Or it might be Xavier Moron. I'm not quite sure because I got a South Carolina public school education, but he needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to talk to him. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, April 18th, goes to a 25-year-old man named Xavier Moran. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. His last name is spelled M-O-R-A-N. I don't know if it's Moran or Moran because I have a South Carolina public school education. Uh, and, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Moran, but it makes me feel better to say Moran because that's exactly what Xavier is, a moron. 
Now, Xavier's from the great state of Florida, and nothing makes me feel better than when I go through my donkey of the day candidates and I see Florida by their name. What does your Uncle Charlotte always tell you? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. That is an undisputed fact that people like Xavier keep proving me right about every day. And I love giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. And sadly, a lot of people in Florida are a special kind of stupid. And I say that with love, Floridians. Okay, y'all know y'all crazy. But the thing I like about Florida is that Floridians act like their brand of crazy is normal. Okay, they have no problem flexing their stupidity. In fact, some Floridians think their brand of crazy is perfectly normal. Case in point, Xavier. Now, Xavier Moran or Moran was involved in a car crash. He told the sheriff's deputy he had been cut off by another driver and could prove it with his dashboard camera. Xavier then signed a consent waiver for the police to search the camera. Respect to Xavier. Drop on the clues bombs for Xavier because that's what you do when you're innocent. Okay, you provide evidence that shows you are indeed telling the truth. And that's what Xavier did by handing over his dash cam. The problem is... You don't hand over that footage if that footage incriminates you for another crime. See, Xavier gave the dash cam footage to Palm Beach County Sheriff's deputies. And they reviewed the footage. And when they reviewed the footage, they saw Xavier Moran burglarizing a beauty store. Authorities said the video showed Moran taking a baseball bat from the trunk and someone using the bat to break the glass door to the beauty store. And now Xavier is in jail on burglary (laughs) charges. Okay, Florida. I know all my Floridians that listen to The Breakfast Club are shaking their heads in disgust right now, saying to themselves, why do y'all keep giving Charlemagne content for that damn donkey of the day? But here's the thing, Florida, y'all can't help yourselves, okay? You just can't, all right? Crazy is as crazy does, and nobody does crazy like Florida. Now, full disclosure, okay, just to make some Floridians feel better about themselves, I've been in a similar situation like this before. I was with a couple of homies from Jersey. Uh, I think the year may have been 2008. I was with them on a Friday and a Saturday night. Friday night, we were in Harlem, and we got pulled over twice in one night. DTs hopped out on us twice, and the car was was just like a Honda with Jersey plates. They searched the car, found nothing, let us go both times. Cool. The next night, we was in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Got pulled over. I'm laughing. The reason I'm laughing is because I'm telling my homie he is a magnet for police. I told him this car attracts police like a moth to the flame burned by the fire. Okay, when the police came to the car, I started making jokes with them, too. Uh, When the police officer asked for his license and registration, I told the officer, trust me, sir, he knows the procedure. This happens to him all the time. Cops tell us to get out the car. Okay, whatever. We black. We get it. If you want to search the car, you know, whatever. Okay, I'm telling the police that they're searching the car, that you're wasting your time harassing us. Meanwhile, it's murderers and rapists and drug dealers and gun runners driving past you right now that you could be pulling over. All of a sudden, another officer who wasn't even searching the car says, put your hands behind your back. Okay, in my mind, I'm thinking I went too far with the jokes, but what actually happened was my homie, when he handed the police his license and registration, he gave it to him in like this little plastic baggy thing. And the plastic baggy thing had his license, insurance, registration, and four grams of cocaine in it. What? Yes, yes. He literally, I told you this story before. He literally handed this to the police, okay? He had me thinking the police planted it on him. Until we got to the Bergen County Jail, and he finally admitted it was his. Now, I know you're in Florida right now thinking, now, Charlemagne, that was stupid. And you're right. But not as stupid as your boy Xavier. Because Xavier clearly didn't know his dumbass recorded himself breaking into this beauty store. He clearly had no idea he recorded himself because there's no way in hell you know that you are on your dash cam breaking into a beauty store and you hand it to the police. You know what? 
Never mind. Xavier and my partner in Jersey from 08, both stupid. Uh, please give Xavier Moran, our moron, the biggest hee-haw. <laughs> By the way, I don't uh, kick it with that, homie. I would hope not. Anymore. Oh, no. Nah. Haven't talked to him in over a decade. I don't know who Xavier Moran needs to cut off because he did that himself. My goodness. All right. Yes. But nobody needs to be friends with just a guy like Xavier. Thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, you know, usually we do Ask Ye, but she's out. So, you know, we do Ask C and E right now. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for us, relationship questions, you need advice, call us right now. We'll help you out with all your problems. Again, Ask C and E, 800-585-1051. This is going to be extra fire today because, you know, I've been going to therapy. And I go to therapy every Friday at 3. Oh boy. So I'm good at this kind of stuff. Yeah, all right. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Ask C and E. If you need relationship advice, we'll help you out. Yee's not here. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? It's Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey, man, what's your, what's your question for us, man? So I got three baby moms. One of them just causing a lot of problems, making false accusations and stuff like that. So I just kind of want to see how I can weed her out and still be able to stay with my girlfriend without her, like, causing rumors and all that good stuff. So you got three baby mamas, but your baby mamas is messing up your new girlfriend. Basically, yeah. The advice I would give you, sir, is um, it's a guy named Doc Brown that you should seek out. Uh, Doc Brown has invented a time machine. Uh, it's in the form of a DeLorean. You should get into that DeLorean and go uh, back sure. in time and wear condoms, sir. That's what you should do. Well, okay? sir, I mean, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, you put yourself in that position. You have three baby moms. You got to deal with it for the rest of your life. The only thing I would do is try to separate my baby moms from my girlfriend, unless they're trying to get in touch with her on social media and things like that. And then I would go into my girlfriend's phone and block them myself so they have no way to speak to each other. And you should wear yeah. condoms now so you don't have a fourth baby mama because your protection game is clearly trash. Sir. Very trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, well, I, she already been blocked, but she's like calling from different numbers, sending videos and all that stuff like that. And I'm actually looking to propose to my um, current girlfriend now, but she's just calling like a whole bunch of problems. So I wouldn't marry you. You got three kids from three different baby mamas. I wouldn't marry you if I was her. Well, I'm I'm glad you wouldn't marry her. You're married already, sir. Yeah. Hello, who's of... this? This is Juice. Hey, your name is Juice? Yeah. All right, it sound, Juice. Like, it sound like your baby in the backseat choking on some juice right now. Why are you <laughs> coughing so much? What's your question? I got kids in the back. Whoa. All right. What's your question, Mama? My question is, for some reason, it's not hard for me to find a date or find somebody to deal with, but I just cannot keep anyone. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> of them two little kids in the back. <laughs> Stop. How many kids you have back there, Mama? I have a set of twins and a son. All right, you so got a set three. of twins. So that's, oh, you got five kids? No, she got three kids. A set of twins and a son. A set of twins. Stop okay. Three. All right. I'm stupid. South Carolina Public School Education. All right. So you got three kids. <laughs> Nobody want no ready-made family, ma. That's oh, just all it is. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. How are you? How, how do you look? Are, are you in the gym? Do you look nice? Tell us how your parents look. I mean, well, I recently lost a lot of weight, and I look damn good. All right. I'm telling you, like, why? On the, on the third, like, everybody is at me. All right. Well, everybody's asking. Though. Like, I cannot, I hate that. Well, where, where nope. are you looking for these guys? Nobody wants a ready-made family, man. Why are we lying to this young lady? You got three kids. That's what it is. Stop. I'm sure, I'm clearly your box is good because people have shot your club up a few times. You know what I'm saying? But they just don't want to be, they don't want that ready-made family. Now, there's some guys out there who got two and three kids themselves.
yourselves so y'all can come together and make y'all own little ghetto Brady bunch. But other than that, nah. Well, where are you looking, Mama? Are you in the club? See, if you're in the club, yeah, you, your body might be look. You might look good. And, and like he said, if you're in the club, these guys want to smash, and they might not want a ready-made family. But if you're looking, I don't club. So- I don't club in period. I don't club. I got three kids. Okay, so wh- <laughs> where do you go? Look- where are you looking for these guys at? They find me. At the grocery store, at the gas station, at the library. Find a man that has two or three kids like you do. Try Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle. Yes, yes. People on Christian Mingle are very forgiving. They're very forgiving. All All right. That's all I can come up with. 800-585-1051. Ask, see, and E. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask, See, and Eat. Angela Yee's out, so we're, um, you can call us up and ask us some questions about your relationship or whatever you need. Hello, who's this? Rob, man. Rob, what's up, man? What's your question for C&E, bro? This chick done uh, pulled a PPL on me, and she keep on saying that I'm going to Whoa, 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 whoa. You said, a chick, you said a chick pulled a PP out on you. A PPO. Oh, PPO. Okay, all right, all right, okay. okay. Go ahead, right. bro. Yeah, she keep on saying I've been throwing rocks and stuff at her house, but my car been broke down for the past two months. So, like, all the stuff she's saying is I don't even got no way to get over to her crib. I mean, there's other ways than using your car, dummy. You could take a lift. You could take an Uber. Lift, bike. But- I mean, but, but you you might need to tape yourself being in your house, you know, just so the police do do know that you're at your house. Why is she messing with you so crazy? Because I don't know. She said she, so we broke up and she said she wanted her space. So I started giving her her space like she asked. And then all First this thing popped off and started happening. What year is this that she's accusing you of throwing rocks at the window? <laughs> what happened to text messages and repeated phone calls over and over? And like, why are you throwing rocks at the window? That's what I'm saying is I don't have, I don't take Uber or Lyft nowhere. I come, like, I literally work 10 hours a day in the morning. First you said you don't drive. Now you're saying you don't take Uber or Lyft nowhere. But I ain't ask you that. I said, why are you throwing rocks at the girl's window? Oh, I don't throw rocks. You know what? I don't know what's going on here. Somebody yeah. lying. The girl, was accused, the girl is accusing him of, of throwing rocks at a window. He's saying he didn't do it. But like you said, who throws rocks at windows in 2018? Hello. Exactly. Hello, who's this? Yeah, it's John. I just want the record to show we gave that guy no advice just now. <laughs> no. Jonathan, what's, what's your question for C&E? I want to ask y'all, how did you deal with, uh, I'm a male, how do you deal with a female manager at your job that's a bully? Because if I get loud or if I talk, my voice deep, so they always say they're uncomfortable or they, they nervous, and it's, it's stuff like that that get on my nerves like that. Yeah, you just got to take it at this point. It's called karma. You know what I'm saying? Guys have been being real shitty to women for the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years, beginning of time. All right, so, so just got to take so it. So that's my fault. I'm supposed it's to take that. When I it's all turned now. Morning, it's all turned now. When I say good morning, when I it's say good morning, t- she walk in and go in her office and close the door. Hey, just yeah. be happy you got a job. It's all turned now. Right. All right. <laughs> I don't know if that was great advice either. Hello, I who's think this? That's great advice. This is Christian. Hey, Christian, what's your question for C&E? So my question is, I've been dealing with this guy for about eight, nine months, mm-hmm. and... We've been spending a lot of time together, but every time we get into an argument or whatever, it's this one girl that he's always contacting, which is a female he used to deal with. So I'm just trying to figure out, (laughs) am I diagnosed with that Florida syndrome of being crazy and trying to make myself think it's normal? 
or do I just need to let this dude go? You need to I let him, you need to let him go. I mean, first of all, if he's if he's still with the ex, because he's still with the ex, there is no ex when when it's a new relationship. You can't go back to your ex. You can't call your ex unless he got a baby by her. Now nah, that ain't how, happening. How long she say they've been together? Nine months. Nine months. Have y'all have y'all uh, been uh, experienced any holidays together? Yes, yes, we oh, have. Okay, what holiday? Tell me which ones. Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, New Year. Those are serious and, and, ones. And was he was he with you on Thanksgiving? Yes, yes, he's been he spends wow. all of his time with me. He does. Okay, so My you're not a, you're not a, you're not a side chick. He's not the side chick. No, no, I'm not the side chick. So so I'm thinking, being that he always contacts this girl anytime we get into an argument. Is this something that he's not going to let go in? I don't want to have to go through a relationship having to worry about that. Maybe they're well, just good friends now. Maybe they're just good friends nah, now, and that's what, he re- that's what he reaches out to when he needs some advice about his woman. No, you can't have good friends he with an ex. let me talk to my ex. He exactly. If he, if he doesn't want to let that ex go, you let him go, and I guarantee you he'll be running back within three weeks. Oh, why, don't you just, why don't you just try him? Why don't you say, look, I want to have a threesome with me, you, and your ex, and see what he says. If he gets excited, he's definitely still uh, smashing her. That's disgusting. He's gross. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't say to Thank do you, it. Mama. I didn't say to do Good it. Luck. I just said test the waters. Put your little big toe in the water. See what the temperature is. Hello? Yeah. All right. This is the last one. Ask C&E. What's your question, bro? How do you, how do you keep from uh, accusing your girlfriend of, of cheating on you? <laughs> well, is she cheating on you? <laughs> no, she's not, though. Why you keep how accusing you know? her? I don't know. It, you know, she's pretty. Man, I just keep doing it. I don't know. I I'm going to tell you how you know. keep your girl from cheating on you. Keep her away from Drake. Keep her away from <laughs> Trey songs. Yeah. And, you, and you'll be fine. Okay. Now, nah, but I used to oh, go. Oh, Michael B. Jordan too. Yeah, Keep Michael away from Michael one. B. Jordan. You'll be fine. I used to do the same thing. It's called insecure. You, you, your girl looks so good that you think when she's out, she's doing something that she's probably not. Just, uh, uh-huh. I'm just, sorry. just don't uh-huh. worry. Just you gotta have a little trust and a little faith. And every once in a while, you gotta pop up on her ass. But have a little trust. And every once in a while, uh-huh. when you think something's funny, don't tell her. Just pop up and say, "Hey, I was in the area." Cool. Don't scratch yourself over that whole situation, man, because you always got to remember, as much as you think that's your vagina, it's not. It's hers. And she she can and will share it with whoever she want to, okay? Good luck. Oh, thanks. I hope that, uh, That's I ho- not what he wanted to hear this morning. I know, but I hope we help people with their problems. I think we... Kind of didn't, but you I know. think I think I I think we did because you know I do ter- I do therapy every Friday at three, so I think that is helping me. All help right, others. All right, well that was Ask C and E eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now when we come back, we got rumors. Kodak Black will he be coming home soon? We'll let you know. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Rumors on the way. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now, Kodak Black went to court, and he has been sentenced to one year behind bars after striking a deal with Florida prosecutors. That was with his gun and weed case. And he's getting time served, so he'll be home in October. So listen, Kodak Black, please don't make me have to give you donkey of the day again, man. All right? You're getting another chance. Yet another chance to get your life together and get your career on track. Please make the most of it, sir. Well, uh, Kodak Black's attorney actually put this statement out on uh, Twitter yesterday. He just said, completely resolve the Kodak Black case. The state and judge were professional and fair. I'm happy not just for our client, but for a friend. There are great things in store for him, and he is glad to have this behind him. And then he added us at Breakfast Club AM at AP 
at double XL. Well, listen, we, we want the best for Kodak Black. You know what I mean? I don't like to see young brothers ruining their lives, ruining the opportunities that are presented to them. Kodak Black just has to straighten up and fly right. Like, cut off some of the people that are around you that are causing you to be in these negative situations. No guns, no drugs, none of that BS. Stop acting like you're from Florida. Matter of fact, that's what you might need to do. <laughs> you, might, you might need to move, to out, move of out of Florida. Move to Atlanta <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Get out of Florida. Now, uh, Adrian Broner, boxer Adrian Broner, was supposed to have a, a press event in Brooklyn yesterday, but it was canceled, and people believe that it was canceled because of his uh, Takashi 6 9 threat. No. Yes. Why? Why would they believe that? Well, Showtime says it's bullcrap. They said they just had to cancel the event. It has nothing to do with Takashi 6 9 Showtime didn't even know who Takashi 6 9 was. But Exactly. But, well, let, me, let me tell you something. You ain't going to come up in no Showtime event with the rah-rah. <laughs> okay, a white man in a, sh- a suit would shoot you on sight if you came in there with the BS. Stop it. And also, Lauren Hill, she is celebrating the 20th anniversary of Miss Education with a tour. That's right. She's going to a bunch of cities. So if you want to get those tickets, I believe it's like a 20 or 30 city tour. She's stopping in, in your Phillies, your, v- your VAs, your Detroits, uh, Charlotte's, Riley's, Tampa's, Miami's, Jacksonville, Atlanta, Vegas. And um, I didn't see no New York date as of yet. Is she going to be on time for her shows? She can't guarantee that. I will say this, though, man. Uh, Lauren Hill is a testament to great music, and I'll say why. She put out one album, one one full album, which was The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and then the Unplugged album, and she has been eating off that album. So it's like, what's the point of putting out a whole bunch of music <laughs> if you can just put out one great project and just tour on that album and, for the rest of your and life? And just keep touring and people sampling your stuff? I guess you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not mad at Lauren. Lauren has lived a great existence. And uh, lastly, DJ Khaled, go ahead, do your thing. DJ Khaled wants you to eat a salad. (laughs) That's right. DJ Khaled is reportedly looking to trademark his son's name. Now, you know his son has a deal with Jordan. It's the Jordan Assad Collection. He has all types of things from joggers to keychains. But now it looks like Khaled is uh, trademarking his son, and he wants to trademark for everything, keychains. Perfumes, cosmetics, clothing, uh, video games, suits, jewelry, and everything. Isn't Assad a country, though? Um, I don't know. Isn't Assad something else? I thought Assad is like an uh, Arabic name, though. I don't. Yeah, I think I think it's an Arabic name that means like lion, which would make sense because Khaled has a, a a thing for lions. Lion. Yeah. Can you can you trademark that? I don't know. At least trying. Yeah, I don't know, Khaled. That's a that's a that's a uh, Arabic name. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, he is definitely trying to do that, and we'll see what happens with that. And we wish Khaled and of course Assad and uh, his uh, wife or fiance the best. All right. And that is your rumor report. All right. Angela Yee is out, so I'll be holding down the rumor report. I know it sucks because it sucks for me. I hate doing it, but she's out. Yes. All right. But up next is the People's Choice. Make sure you want to hear something. 800-585-1051. Get your request in and uh, let's go. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.